Hello and welcome to the Beauty Inside Out podcast. We are a sister platform to Ask Us Beauty magazine. I am your host, Kelly Galvin, and my goal is to connect you with real experts in the field of beauty, wellness, advanced products, and technology. We encourage these experts to spill the tea on what really has efficacy within their specialty. So turn up the volume and listen up, because today my special guests are We Thrive. This is a company by Amy and Sanjay Batra. Uh, this is Dr. Sanjay, Sanjay Batra, and he's with us today along with his wife, Amy. Um, Dr. Batra obtained his PhD in medical physiology. Dr. Batra likes to be called Sanjay and has over <laughs> 25 years of global healthcare and entrepreneurial experience in startups, biotech, large pharma. Amy Batra has 20 years experience in startup companies, big pharma, including companies such as Bausch & Lomb, Sandalfi, Aventis, Mertz, and Johnson & Johnson. Sanjay and Amy have worked side by side for 10 years, and they still like each other. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having us, Kelly. Um, it's my pleasure. We have tried to get this together, and it's like the stars have to align because you're both been so busy. And this is what happens when you come up with a, a product that is now flying off the shelves because, well, you have, we're going to start with two products. And I, I really do want to start with the first one. We really should, because it's uh, an amazing product and it was developed by really leading dermatologists and, and scientists. So this wasn't, this is not something that you go to CVS. It's called Masquade. You don't go buy it in a drugstore. You can't even get it, you know, uh, really retail. You have to get it directly from uh, the uh, We Thrive website. And it's called Maskade. And it's, it's professional and consumer face masks. Now, they're very different. This is kind of like where science meets beauty. Um, so let's start with, you know, how, how did you get the idea what was the inspiration for creating this mask? And it again, it's called Mask Aid, and yeah. it's really used by a lot of professionals. So let's jump into how this was inspired. Okay, well, I'll, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll start then. So Mask Aid is my baby, my, um, you know, my invention. Oh, I love it. You have, you have one. Perfect. Definitely. So, um, you know, during COVID is when we, you know, when we developed Masquade and also Revive. For me with Masquade, I have a lot of history in working with physicians um, post-procedure. Uh, so, you know, maybe they're microneedling and they're doing lasers and, you know, or, and, you know, maybe they, they want to deliver PRP or they want to deliver exosomes. Stop. What really struck? I have to interrupt you because let's talk about then what PRP and exosomes are because our listeners mm -hmm. don't. Maybe some of them do, but let's talk about PRP because it's platelet-rich plasma. Right. That's, that's right. Let's so platelet-rich. So Sanjay is a worldwide expert in PRP and exosomes. So I'm going to turn that over to him, and then I'll jump back in and talk about the mask. So, uh, Kelly, it's great to see you. Thank you for having us on your podcast today. Of course, my pleasure. 
PRP has been around for 25 or 30 years. What makes it unique is that it's autologous. It comes from you and goes back to you. You would visit a doctor or provider and he or she would draw a small amount of blood, spin it in a centrifuge and isolate those components of blood that were responsible for regeneration and give it back to you. Uh, 11 years ago, I started a company where we were using PRP for microneedling, facial aesthetics, and eventually we started using it for hair growth. It's been very popular for hair growth. And in the setting that Amy is describing, following a PRP or microneedling procedure, uh, it's actually trademarked vampire facial. You may have heard yes, of that. Yes, of course. We've all heard of that. Yeah. So the vampire facial procedure from Dr. Runnels in Fairhope, Alabama, after that procedure, you apply PRP to the face and hope for the best. And Amy wanted a better way. She also wanted a way to calm and cool the skin so the experience was better. And then she can tell you why and how she created Mascade. Yeah, that totally makes sense because you're, you're microneedling. So you're creating small micro little pinpricks in the skin to mm -hmm. deliver this blood that is yours, that has all the goodies that's going to help regenerate your skin, right? Mm -hmm. I love your explanation, by the way, that was so easy to understand. So, so then Amy, you're working in the offices and you see some of this happening and you're like, you're not really doing anything, right? It's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. I think it's a couple things. So one, as a, as someone who's been in sales and marketing and, you know, I launched fillers and I've been in this aesthetic space for a long time. And what I would see if, you know, back in the day when I was actually calling on doctors is that, you know, they would do a procedure and then, you know, when it was finished, they hand someone an ice pack, mm -hmm. you know, or, or a wet sheet mask that both, you know, really hard to, you know, put an ice pack on your, you know, one side of your face and move it around. So basically what I found is that there wasn't a fantastic solution for post-procedure care in the aesthetic market. It doesn't matter if it's lasers, it's microneedling, it's chemical peels, it doesn't matter. So seeing that as a professional, I was always like, ah, oh, there's got to be something better. And then on, on the flip side, I'm a, you know, I'm a customer, right? So, I mean, I've had my fair share of uh, procedures and treatments and I'm always shocked that, you know, you can spend a lot of money, whether it's 500, 1,000, 3,000, 5,000, depending on your zip code and the treatment, and you're walking out with an ice pack. Yes. And you look you know like, what I mean? you're like, what is this really going to do for me? Yeah. So I, didn't, I didn't really like that. And I, I've come to the conclusion that... Um, I, I think providers believe that when their patient leaves, that they're comfortable and they're happy and they feel good, right? And then on the flip side, I think that, um, you know, the patients, the people who had the treatments are so used to, you know, having a red face, having a hot face, that they just, they just assume that's just the way it is, right? Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. Yeah. So, so Masquade, the original thought was, I want something that cools and calms the skin. But then what we found is due to the technology of the face mask, um, you know, it, 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 ha it has transdermal properties, right? So when you do a procedure, 
and then you put um like back in the good old days and then you put prp on your face in about 30 minutes your face is like dried egg it feels weird it's not great and we don't know did it get in to all the channels did it do what it was supposed to do maybe maybe not so with masquade when you you basically are dropping whatever the topical serum is prp exosomes hyaluronic acid uh, growth factors onto the mask. It, then you're spreading it out. And then you're literally putting the mask on your face. What is it doing? It's not a, just a face mask. It's literally a tool that practice, practices can add in you know, to what they're already doing. And it's going to cool and calm the skin. It's going to deliver those topical ingredients. And it stays on the face. So you're not taking up your chair time and your patient can leave. They can wear it in the car. They can go out the door and your doctor or, you know, esthetician or nurse, it doesn't matter. You know, their chair is now freed up so that they can go on to their next patient. You both can move on with your day. So as I understand the way you explain it, they do the PRP or they have a procedure, whether mm -hmm. it's resurfacing their skin uh, anything that leaves their skin in mm -hmm. a vulnerable position, right? Where they're, you know, you have to open up the channels. You have to injure your skin to create calls. Right? So, yep. so you put this on after a PRP treatment and it helps that PRP to sink in with the mask. Is yes. that correct? Yes. Oh. So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. You might be answering my question. Yeah. So here's uh, the top piece of the mask mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a three layer, two piece mask. And we have two pieces because basically it conforms to the face better. You have optimal, you know, results and the patient can wear it forever. So here's the, here's the mask and I'm basically removing the clear liner. Right. This clear liner is only there to protect the mask itself from Perfect. any impurities. And now we have the mask. Mm -hmm. So there's two, piece, two pieces left to the mask. This is the mask itself. And then there's a top blue liner. So when someone has, you know, like we said, my, let's just say microneedling done, right? And they're going to also use PRP. So their face is going to be red. It's going to be hot. It's going to be uncomfortable. So the first thing the mask is going to do is going to cool and calm the skin. Mm -hmm. When you put when and then it rather than putting the PRP on the face and you get that a kind of feeling that I was explaining, mm -hmm. yeah. you're literally dropping it onto the face mask. Okay, and yeah. then you can spread it out. Okay, and then you apply it to the skin. So yeah. you're getting the best of both That's worlds. A double excellent delivery system. Yeah. And you're getting cool and calm skin within 20 30 minutes. If your face were red the redness is gone. The, you know, that feeling of being uncomfortable and hot is gone and you're delivering the liquid gold into the skin. This is brilliant. And I just want to say for those of you who just listening to this, um, we will put this podcast up so you can video see it. But for those of you listening to this, it's a very uh, well-designed mask. It stays on because it's two piece. It stays on your forehead. And then the lower half 
stays on your face. So you're not really, it's not like the slimy mask that you, you normally would get. This is oh. something very unique and it's designed brilliantly. Uh, this is really great. I mean, this is, I've seen so many of these procedures in the offices and you're so right. People are like, they leave with the ice pack and the, you know, right. one little ice pack. They're not, yeah. they're not comfortable. So there is yeah. something that goes with this too, right? Yeah. So we have a, we have, um, Mascade hydrating serum. Okay. So, and, and this would be used in the case where, um, maybe you don't, maybe you're an esthetician as an example, and you don't have a, a medical provider there. So you, you want to put something on, but you can do microneedling, but you can't do PRP or you can't do exosomes. So we have actually two things. So we have our Mascade Hydrating Serum, which Erica is opening for me. And um, we have two sizes. We have a one ounce and a four ounce. And what I love, love, love about our um, Hydrating Serum is that it's simple. You know, it's highly purified water, sodium hyaluronate, and benzyl alcohol. Benzyl alcohol is one of the best preservatives um, because it's also antimicrobial. Okay. And we okay. literally, I mean, you can't see it now, but I will, I'm going to just show Drop you this onto the mask. Yep. So I will just literally drop it on to the mask and I'm going to put it on for you. What the heck? Just what take the your glasses off. Okay. Cause they're real cute. And I just don't. <laughs> and, 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 you know, by the way, as Amy is prepping it, let yeah. me just say a couple of things, Kelly, this yeah. is backed by science. There's a law called fixed law of diffusion. There's mm -hmm. science around occlusive dressings. And if you have a solution and you occlude that area, it helps drive transdermal delivery. And that's right. what we studied very extensively before launching yeah. the product. Completely makes sense to me, completely. It does. I mean, it just, it's so simple that I think, I don't know, I guess I was the first one to really think about it and put I it know. in the package. That's so I'm putting on the bottom piece right now. Okay. And I'm also going to put on the top. And what I think is really cool about the mask is there's a little surprise. <laughs> so um, what after you have your I face. Help but notice the uh, color coordination of the blue. I do oh, see that. God. I'm only wearing blue so from now on for the rest of my life. I'm just going to wear blue and a, and a face mask. That's all. Okay. So I have my Halloween costume. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a cosmetic Amy Batra wearing it a face really mask. looks good. And, and, and it was really, nose. Mm -hmm. And it you know, one thing that was really important to me is that it was aesthetically pleasing. I just didn't want one of these ugly, wet, drippy sheet masks that don't fit. And I just didn't like it. Oh my gosh. It's wonderful. It, you look way better than the English patient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> So funny because we just we Sanjay and I've decided that most people look prettier with the mask on. Uh, I, I mean, really, it doesn't show any wrinkles. You just know, right? You're just sure a little cheaper. It is like That's the blue man. <laughs> this is the best looking mask I've ever seen, and that was really critical. Although it may seem shallow and unimportant, it That's is. Okay, but we are all because, shallow, you know. Yeah, well, you know. Also, because in this day and age. Everything's about like what something looks like on social. It doesn't matter if it's a business, we're still on social. Yeah. So what I, one of the, this last surprise I have about the mask is that when 
so pretend I had a, a treatment and my face is super hot. I just put on the hydrating serum because I don't have any PRP. And what's going to happen is my, in about five minutes, my, the mask will get to the temperature of my face. Yes. And then what you do is you literally, this is a little bit difficult when you wear glasses and you can't see because right. I no longer have them on, but you literally take off the secondary, the top blue okay. liner. Okay. And what that provides is a secondary cooling effect. <gasps> and the, you know, let me just backtrack for one minute. So with the top liner on the blue liner, it's actually trapping the heat, right? Sure. And that's what so, you want, right? And you want that, right? You want that for a little while. So then once you take off the top blue liner, it's the evaporation of the water that provides just ongoing cooling. And when I say ongoing, it could be for hours and hours oh and hours. This is amazing. Even for somebody who had really a bad sunburn, I can see how this would. Absolutely. Oh, we have a friend that she did a podcast on this. She took her son. They were at the beach. I think they live in Florida. And the son got very, very sunburned, was very uncomfortable. He's a little boy. I don't know. Maybe he was six, seven, eight or something like that. And she put the mask on him and his face was no longer red. He was no longer uncomfortable. Oh and he didn't really care that it was a mask because his mom's in this industry and he's used to trying things that yeah. are a different, right? That so. is amazing. This is a really, uh, this is so educational. I love this. Mm -hmm. Really, really something else. And it just looks so good. <laughs> That's what I love about it. And it feels good. It feels you go good. Into, you go into the grocery store and people are kind of looking at you like, you know, this is. Uh, yeah, don't I wouldn't care. even care. I, I personally I, would not care, but there I, are people that would, you know, I don't think that you would care. You're just really, you know, yeah, it's not um, my, yeah. when you're in this industry for so long and you've had treatments, you're used to walking around with bruises and red and this and that, but we're going to change that. I can't change bruises, but if you're having a treatment where your face becomes red, we can help you with that and address yeah. that. Yes. Now, so the glad. one thing I will say is, um, because I'm going to be continually talking, this is going to affect, you know, the mask, the mask thing on the bottom. So I'm not going to keep it on because I want to keep talking, but this is it. it that is really brilliant. You're a genius. This Thank is you. really brilliant. Yeah. Are you so proud of her, Sanjay? This is just mm -hmm. This is um, Amy's invention. She worked yeah. on yeah. tirelessly. She wanted to create the best mask in the world. And she did. She really yeah. did. It really is. You saw the, you know, it's just one of those entrepreneurial things where you see the need and mm -hmm. it is, it's a, it's really about best practices too for your. Thank you your, for yeah. saying that Kelly. You know, I'm always a little hesitant to say there aren't good solutions for post-procedural care for fear that I'm going to offend someone, whether it be a doctor or anyone, but I'm just truly presenting what I know to be true. And that is that right now we're talking about, you know, um, ice, a wet sheet mask that has ingredients that aren't going to do anything. Yeah. And it gives, so, that, it, it rolls out that red carpet to mm -hmm. create a difference in how mm -hmm. your practice 
is going that one step further to ensure exactly. that your patients have the best because I've been around since the CO2 days. Yeah. And we all know that I've seen people leave with their eyes completely shut. Oh and, yeah. And you know, family coming to pick them up and they're like, is this supposed to be like this? You know, so I can I totally empathize with the patient because yeah. it's hard enough to make a decision to do something. Mm-hmm. people judge it and you, you then afterwards you're like what did you do right so if you have something like this it gives you a lot of of uh healing time that it really improves your appearance uh, and i'm really i'm glad you brought up co2 because i have had co2 laser done and i absolutely loved the outcome i mean I would do it again in a heartbeat, not in the summer, but I would do it in the, in the winter. So that is why we created Masquade at home. So we have professional in the office and at home. Perfect. So, and you just, you laid it out perfectly, Kelly. I mean, when you have CO2 laser done your face, your downtime is seven to 10 days, right? Yeah. Because it's bright red. So. I think 10 days for your face to re-epithelialize, right? Yeah. yeah. You really need that time. And there's no magic magic. It's, you know, there's lots of things you can do, but you know, you want to have something at home. Plus the other part of it is you got the patient calling the practice and like, am I right. supposed to look like this? Right. And if they have something for home, it absolutely helps on this downtime. Exactly. So even if it's not CO2, there are other procedures where you have a couple days of downtime. So what do, so what are you supposed to do? You're going to call the office and they're going to say, slap on some aquaphor, or, you know, put on a cold washcloth. I don't know, but we don't have to do that anymore. So Masquade at Home has five ingredients that are known to for their healing properties. And, you know, again, this can be partnered with the Masquade Hydrating Serum, and you can use it every day. Your your CO2 patient will praise you. you, thank you for making their life so much better. I mean, if they, especially if they had it before, you know, if they've had that experience before. Absolutely. I wish I could show you my CO2 before and after, or just the series of it, because my face was red. And I did it seven days before I was going to a major um, beauty conference. (laughs) That was probably not the smartest move, but um, you know, had I had masquade, I wouldn't have even worried about it. Yeah. Lingering effects of CO2 can go on and on. I mean, even, you know, uh, I had CO2. It was one of the best things because I worked for uh, a, 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 very big company, actually a very small company that had a very big, big uh, CO2 laser. We were the mm-hmm. we were a little goldfish in a you know a world of sharks when it came to lasers. But they right. actually won uh, the best laser, and we had to really fight and kick to really get up there. But I had the treatment, and it was like there's just nothing like it. I mean, and, and you are like, you're itchy, you're peeling, you're red. And, you know, God help you if you have a glass of wine, even two weeks afterwards, because your face turns red again. Right. So yes. nonetheless, yes. this is such a brilliant idea. And I'm so Thank glad you. that we were talking about this. Let's, let's move on now, mm-hmm. because I really absolutely love this product. Uh, you guys were kind enough to send us 
uh, some samples and it is um, just amazing. It's called Revive. It's a drug-free topical serum used to promote hair growth. You've got, you've got one right there showing it good. Um, and you know, it's really hair loss and hair thinning is a challenge. Um, and it's by men, you know, faced by men and women, you know, it, it was usually always just about men. And then, you know, whether you've got a thyroid problem or whatever, as you get older, your hair thins out and, um, you know, revive is just so amazing. So it's, it's really very, you know, uh, it's a problem with a lot of people because their hair thins out and they gets, you know, brittle and dry. And then people process their hair too. Women do, I know. And um, so I want Sanjay, if you can talk about how this was developed, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of things out there. Like what was it back in the day um, they had, and I'm blanking. What is it? Um, Minoxidil? Yes, minoxidil. So there was that, and then there's been nothing. And minoxidil was really just for the vellus hairs, right? Those baby fine, small hairs, right? That would help your, you know, to grow on your scalp, but nothing really, you know, permanent. And you had to keep using it forever and ever. So Sanjay, take it away. Uh, thank you, Kelly. So I'm going to take it away by telling you what I do on my own scalp once or twice a day. Okay. This is Revive for Men. And I simply roll it onto my scalp. It takes 15 to 20 seconds and I do this. That's all I do. And it comes from the mantra that if something is easy to use, people will use it. Yeah. That's why we created Revive. We also wanted something to be safe. And to your point, Kelly, Minoxidil was approved in the 1980s, initially as a drug to treat high blood pressure. A side effect was that in a subset of patients, they had hair growth back in the vertex or the top of the scalp. But there are many side effects with minoxidil or Rogaine. And those side effects include things like itchiness, redness, paradoxical hair loss, changes in heart rate and blood pressure. And we didn't really think it was worth it. I mean, hair is very important. We identify with it. And when we start to lose it, it affects our psyche and our emotions. And there's a lot of morbidity associated with hair loss, but we didn't want to have something with side effects. The second product- Confidence too, right? It just so affects your confidence if you- Yeah. yeah. In a lot of cultures, it's just yeah. a sign of, you know, virality and all this. So it's, there's so much attached to- you know, using your hair. For sure. And, you know, um, the second product that the FDA has approved was in the 1990s. It was a drug called Propecia or Proscar. It was initially developed for an enlarged prostate gland, a condition called BPH. And they found some effect efficacy with it. But that too has side effects. And one of the side effects of finasteride is permanent erectile dysfunction. Oh my so just think about the risk benefit. I mean, trying to get this and not, you know, it's yes. uh, so, so we created something completely drug-free safe. We launched it in January of this year. And I'm very humbled to say that on, on our website, revive.co, we have something like 1400 people who've trusted us with our 
product. And the results have been fantastic. People are very happy and we're off to a tremendous start with Revive, just as we are with Masquade. And, you know, these products share some things in common. We're a small company. We're family oriented. Yes. And they're changing products. They're the best in class products for facial aesthetics and hair growth. I love it. I really do. I, especially the family part of it and that you really keep it. You guys are a really uh, cohesive team. You're out there on the road going to the trade shows and really working hard. And it really, you know, I love to see, because we've talked since, you know, what, before January even. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've, I've seen her, you know, the phase of things kind of just start to shoot through the roof. And it's just so exciting to at least witness it, because there's so many things out there that are kind of placebo or, you know, um, they're just not really the real deal. And this is white paper studied. It's not done by slouches. We're talking, you know, physicians and scientists that are really have looked into this. So I got a few questions. <clears throat> we know it doesn't contain drugs, but why, how does it work? So we went through the literature. We went through what products were on the market and we found by and large, they had one or two ingredients, maybe three ingredients. We actually have created the mo most comprehensive formula in the world. There are 18 or 19 different ingredients here, all clinically studied, studied to grow hair. And we put them in, you know, Kelly, one of the secrets about these things is getting things in at the right concentration. Okay. So someone may say we have X, Y, or Z, but it may be just for optics. We actually put products in at the right concentrations. It costs more to make, but it works. And that was the key. Get the right ingredients. The causes of hair loss are multifactorial. Yes. Components around inflammation, blood flow, hormones or androgens. And we address each and every one of the root causes of hair loss. Okay. In our formula. Yeah. Well, I've been using it. And I definitely see a difference. And what I really like about it is you pointed this out from the, from the moment you spoke about it, it's easy to use. And yes. I just want to share, it does not leave any kind of residue in your hair. So yeah. you can put it on a couple of times a day mm -hmm. and you don't feel like, oh, well now it's just messed up my gel or whatever people put in their hair. It, you do not feel it at all. And so, um, my one question that I had is what is the difference between the male formula and the female formula? Good yeah, question. So, so they both have a core set of common ingredients. The male formula has saw palmetto to focus more on blocking of DHT, yes. which is sort of the enemy of the hair follicle. Yes, the enemy. The female formula is more focusing in on the mechanism of hair loss as it relates to stress and it has phytoestrogens. So common ingredients, slightly different to focus on the different causes of hair loss for men and women. Okay, so if they got confused in somebody, if you got a couple, like both of you, do you ever get confused with who's you're putting on? No. <laughs> to, to be quite candid, we wanted to be a little bespoke in our targeting for yeah. the root cause and create the best science. But if I took the female formula and put it on my head, the majority of ingredients are the same and it would work actually. I have work a little more on the phytoestrogen 
okay. component of hair loss. You know? Yeah, you're not going to start, you know, your eyelashes growing really long. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, wherever you identify, use the one for you. I mean, yeah, right. It's that's the way it should go, right? As long as that's there's not going to be any side effects from it. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, so, how long does it actually take uh, when? you start to see some results after using this? It, it's a great question. And maybe the most common question we get. The truth is when you start using it, it starts working right away. But okay. to start seeing the result, we typically start seeing the impression or the feeling of some very fine hair growth, what you had mentioned earlier called vellus hair. Mm -hmm. And that's typically six to eight weeks. Okay. We encourage people to continue using the product getting through that period. And then the optimal results typically are in four to six months. So it's a process, but yeah. uh, like anything, it takes time to see the result. Right. And if you really are starting to, it's really bothering you. And it's, you know, it's funny working with patients. You know, I, I just love, one of my favorite things is working with the patient. And sometimes they will bring up something that nobody else notices yeah bothers them a lot so mm -hmm. you know really it's it's how can you help them um they know what their hair used to look like they know what bothers them and this is how you can just kind of support them on their journey mm -hmm. so um one question i wanted to ask you because this is, seems to be a very common question uh since people came down with covid mm. um so many people have been saying to me I've lost my hair. Even I think one actress, um, Alicia, she was she was in one of these um, uh, Milano, I think. She, Alyssa Milano. Milano, right? She, I yeah. remember just kind of yeah. scrolling through something, and she was on it, and she was like, "Look, look at this!" I mean, she was really upset about it. And I saw that too, Kelly. Yeah, she, yeah. she clumps of hair coming out. And, you know, you can't help but feel bad for somebody like that. So is that, is that, I've heard so many people. So it must be a side effect of COVID. When you have it, you're losing your hair. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up, Kelly. This is such an interesting topic for me. I mean, I want to hear Sanjay answer, but because I, I do a lot of customer service and people, you know, say, what about a COVID hair? COVID? I just keep hearing COVID, COVID hair. hair. COVID hair. Really? You know, they're calling it COVID hair. And I, I, I personally would love to hear what Sanjay has to say about it, but it's just very, very interesting. Yeah, we're on Pennsylvania, Sanjay. Yeah. So, so I'm going to share with you something I haven't shared with anyone. Um, I recently had COVID. And if you don't mind, can you see my screen? Yep. Oh my gosh. I have never had hair loss. I've never had one. No, you have so hair. much hair. Yeah. I've never had one or two hairs in the shower or on my pillow or in the sink. I started losing hair like this. Wow. Oh, and then I doubled up. I started using Revive twice a day uh -huh. and it cut it down. This type of hair loss with COVID is a very serious thing. It goes un undiagnosed or underdiagnosed, but we think it's a real problem and we think Revive can be something potentially that could work. Now, we're not a drug. We don't make claims on treating or diagnosing right. or curing anything. I want to be clear on that. But 
it's a very hot subject, no it doubt about it. It doesn't hurt to help. I mean, when your hair starts falling out after a pandemic, it's you just wonder like what's going to happen. You right. know, what's going on on the inside, you know, is shows on the outside. So whatever you can do to keep your hair, you know, uh, and just be healthy, whether it's really, I tell everyone should anyway, take the zinc, take the C and take your, yeah. those are your three and take your revive, revive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep saying that leave. It's not, it's a revive. Um, so, um, we're going to see the results in, in, you know, a couple of months and you should just keep taking it, mm -hmm. especially maybe, you know, take it twice a day or maybe an extra time, just if you've had COVID and you're losing your hair. Um, I think this is all really very comprehensive. What do you think? Any other questions that people ask you about this that I have not touched on? Yeah, um, I, I get a common question and that is people who are taking other treatments, mm -hmm. PRP, yes. or low-level light therapy, laser caps, or yes. minoxidil or finasteride, can they combine Revive? Yes. And the answer is absolutely, it's absolutely the answer is yes. There's no magic bullet, single bullet for treatment. Revive can be used standalone or together with other treatments. And usually there's a synergy amongst various treatments. And mm -hmm. It may be that you're on finasteride and having some sexual side effects and you want to reduce the dose. So it may be that you'll use Revive together with finasteride and then find that ratio that works well for you. Yeah, We have a safe product. It promotes hair gro growth, it improves the appearance of your hair, and it can be used alone or with other products. I love it. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, that's the, the last Thing that if you're on a medication and your doctor's giving you something and you're wondering, you know, is this going to be contraindicated with anything else that I'm taking, right? Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. take it for granted, but nobody's, not everybody is on the same page as you know, right. all the things you're taking. So it's good to question, always yeah. question if there yeah. is going to be any contraindications, we don't want that. I, I just love this session. I thought it was, I, I really am excited about this. I, you, you trumped me a few times. I did not know, especially about the masquerade because we've all yeah. been talking about Rabib. I just think this has been so much fun. And I want to thank you for, for being my guest today. Um, I want to ask you how we do this to a lot of our guests. We put you on the spot. So we love to do all right. it. How do you we define it? How do you define beauty? Amy, you start. Oh, wow. How do I define beauty? I think, I mean, this sounds so cliche and corny, but I really do think beauty comes from within. And, you know, if you are a, a good person and you're, you know, you have good intentions and you're beautiful on the inside, I think it radiates to the outside. And truly beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So what I may find attractive and beautiful is not the same as you, right? Right. But I think looking healthy and feeling good and, you know, just Spot know, being happy, it's, that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. 
Um, and you're, you're so beautiful. I think you've taken really good care of yourself. And that's the other thing too, is just that healthy component of it. You know, we can get sick and recover, you know, there's answers, (laughs) there's answers. You know, what's funny, Kelly. I always say that about you. I'm like, she's so pretty. I'm like, how is she so pretty? Listen, you both are very beautiful. You both radiate. You are too, Sandra. From the inside and the outside. Look how happy we are. We're all happy people. I know. We love education. We love training. We love sharing the best in class technologies. And I think that makes us beautiful, you know? Right. So there was another reason why you know, um, uh, I asked you this is because, you know, our websites are beautiful. Yours is gorgeous. And, and, and ours is very compatible. I mean, we're really kind of along the same thing. And I loved the way your designer kind of created these boxes. And when you slide the mouse over the boxes, you can see these little kind of inspirational quotes, right? And I saw this and I said, this is amazing. So it says, when you scroll over one of the boxes, it says, how do you, you know, uh, it says beauty and then it's the definition and how you sound out. So it's B-E-A-U-T-E-E or something like that, but you have to go. And it's a combination of qualities such as shape, color, and form that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. So I loved that you had that on your website because I hadn't noticed it before. And uh, I think that was just kind of, it's a, it's a nice way to end this podcast. And um, I hope that we get lots of listeners. I'm sure we will. And I want to thank you again for coming on. This has been so fun as always speaking yeah. to both of you. Thank you very much. Kelly, we really appreciate you having us on and we'll see you soon. Yes, we will.